Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. We have a, um, a special guest with us today, um, we have a, a sporting, um, well, well-known sports person I guess throughout the world, um, Reese Howden, four times Olympian, Re- welcome. Thank you very much for having me. So Reese, um, water polo in Brisbane, um, UQ, Barras now, or was the Barracudas originally I guess, and um, now turned into UQ Barras. Um, Four times Olympian. Um, I know my boys look up to you, mate, and they'll be jealous that we're having a good chat today. So thanks for coming in. And we're going to, um, Melinda and I are going to just chat in and share a bit of a story that you've got. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. It's great to have Reese on the show. We're really feeling privileged that he's come in today to share his story. And this is a, um, a story of a, a, some emotional turmoil that Reese has been through recently. And, you know, as su- successful as he has been throughout his Olympic career as a water polo player, I guess we wanted to share his story in terms of what's happened to him since the uh, floods here in Brisbane in 2022. Um, so just earlier this year, it's obviously something that can affect anybody, um, regardless of, you know, where you've come from. And sadly, Reese has been through, you know, an experience where he's lost his home um, as a result of the, the excessive rain event that we had here. So Reese has been kind enough to come in to share that story. And, you know, we're going to help people understand, you know, the journey of, of Reese's decisions in terms of how he came to buy that location, um, what it was like living there uh, for, for a number of years. And then, of course, the trauma associated with what happened just recently and the journey since then, because as we understand it, it's not been an easy road that he's taken. So paint a picture. You <laughs> married, little girl? Yeah, yeah, married. Um, oh, God, was it last year? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was last year. Sorry, that information sorry, you, Michelle. you are meant to know. <laughs> oh, it's, it's hard for me. May's a, May's a busy time. Olive, Olive was born on the 18th. Our wedding anniversary is the 21st. Michelle's birthday is the 23rd. Mother's Day is the 1st. What Sunday in May, so May's just May's a very right busy event. all jumbled for me. <laughs> okay. So, um, but yeah, little little girl Olive, um, who's now just just uh, three and a little bit. Yep. So, um, yeah, yeah, good little good little nice little family we got. So obviously, um, as you as you do in life, you, you get married, have have children, buy a house. Um, you bought a house back in 2018. Yeah, we we sort of did things a little bit uh, backwards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, Pregnant with Olive, or Michelle was pregnant. We're having Olive uh, due, obviously, May 2019. So we were, I think, just renting in uh, Newstead, I think it was at the time, and went, well, you can't stay here. We need to buy a house. So on the on the house hunt, we went and, uh, yeah, sort of came across this little place in your own pilly. Yep. Um, little did we know, <laughs> a few years later, it'd be flooded. <laughs> so so nice, a nice little house, which, you know, I mean, the area, when you look at it, there's parkland around, there's, there's a golf course close to transport, all those types of things. So, yeah, I mean, a nice little family home near that beautiful lifestyle sort of area. Yeah, no, definitely. It was um, – I was actually away and my father and Michelle, they sort of went together whilst we were house hunting and, uh, you know, you always go to your parents for advice yep. and uh, I said, Dad, we'll go along with Michelle, have a look at this one. And then, yep, it's been flooded. Okay, yeah. Dad, what do you think? Ah, oh, it's a once in a 30, 50-year <laughs> event, you know. So it gave us a little bit of confidence and, you know, then after talking, Dad's in the building industry, so he was like, you know, we could raise it, 
you know, eventually and things like this. So, you know, it sounded all real nice. And, um, I mean, I think we, we got it for, for quite cheap as well. Um, and, um, yeah, just it seemed like it had potential. And that's what I suppose you look for in a house, you know, potential and you make it your own. And um, so, anyway, yeah, we put an offer in and we got it. And, <laughs> yeah, there we go. The rest is history. But So, Reese, you were away at that point overseas um, playing water polo. Is that right? I think so, yeah. I think it was, yeah. I can't remember where probably preparing for Olympics or something. but Yeah, well, as you do when you go to four of them, I'm assuming there's a lot of preparation involved yeah. <laughs> over a 16-year period. Um, obviously, you being away, uh, you know, having others go through um, with your partner, Michelle, at that time um, to, to help you make that decision, how did you feel sort of for yourself? You were buying sight unseen. Um, how did that feel for you? Yeah, well, I mean, in the back of my head, it was the whole flooded thing. It kept coming to me and... Um, you know, Michelle, I think she was a little bit more in a rush because obviously the circumstances, the circumstances yeah. of having a little one come, you know, pretty soon. Um, so not that it felt rushed in the decision, but it felt like there was a bit of pressure to, to find someone. We'd been looking for, I don't know, six or so months already and I think it just drags on. And, you know, when you speak to other people too who are looking for houses that obviously don't come to, you know, people like yourselves, um, it drags on and you start to go, oh, is it, you know, you start to then just pick the first thing that comes to you. And you go, oh, yeah, we'll just go this one because it's, you don't want to miss out, you know. So um, I suppose that sort of came into play a little bit. And um, I know, like I said, just the, the little bit of confidence that, that my father sort of gave me, um, I think that's sort of what pushed us into, yeah, let's just put an offer in, let's get in the market. You know, once you're in, you're in, you know, that's where you want to be. So... Um, I suppose it all just came to a head and, and, yeah, it's the one we selected just, I suppose, based on all those sorts of things. Yeah, so, yeah. so you weighed up all of the pros and cons and at the time the, the pros outweighed the cons so it, it all made sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was still very exciting, you know, buying your first home. Yeah. Um, you know, we, like, I, like we said, there's a, a little park right next to us. The Brisbane Golf Course is literally across the street. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you're on the train stations there. There's the Yurongpili Green that they're planning on building um, right near the tennis centre. Um, everything just, Rockley Market's just behind us. Yeah. Everything just seemed too good to be true um, mm. and looks like it kind of might have, might have, might have been. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're obviously planning then obviously to turn into your family home. So as, as you said, you talked to your father about it and got some ideas to do renovations and things like that. Did you go down the path of, of looking to actually get plans done and start that process at all between 20... 2019. Yeah, so we bought it, yeah, December 2018, I think it was. Um, and originally, yeah, that was the, the long-term goal and we kept saying, oh, this will be a 10-year, 15-year home to start with just because of the area. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, speaking with Dad and, yeah, we can raise, we can do this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we sort of sat on it for a good couple of years because obviously – just bought the home, there goes yeah. all your money. And a baby. There goes all your time. More money, yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it was, a, it was, I suppose, definitely more of a long-term project. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, a couple of years down the track, um, I think we just sort of went, oh, well, let's start to maybe see what we could do because yeah. um, obviously then building prices and, you know, all these things are starting to go up. So should, should we try and get in a little bit earlier before – it gets too ridiculous. Um, and anyway, yeah, we went down and did a little deposit with, with a company and um, 
started the process, had sort of a half reno, sort of like a, a raise, sort of a retaining wall, sort of fix up a few of the rooms and change a few things around. Um, and then literally as we sort of had all that, uh, <laughs> we it actually, started to rain. Yeah, it started to rain oh, and, um, yeah, we actually weren't home for it. Actually, we were away for a, a friend's wedding in Tassie. So uh, that was a different experience in itself, being away from home and then having to whilst get... Whilst it was happening. Whilst it was all happening, yeah, it was a bit bit, uh, bit scary. So was anyone back here? Any family or all no, the family had gone? The whole the family. Uh, brother, uh, my sister was home, but she was up in Toowoomba, so yep. she was a long way away. But uh, brother, sister, uh, mum, dad, and then Michelle, Oliver and I were all in Tassie for, for the, for when the wedding. Um, so we were sort of relying on just neighbours. Um, we have great neighbours, Sam and Sam, um, across the street. Uh, they were, um, I suppose, sending videos and mm. keeping us updated because um, when it rains quite heavily, it does flood up the street, yeah. but never to sort of any of our driveways. Mm. Um, and it started creeping and creeping and creeping. And they're like, is there anything you might want moved or... You know, I so had the important things removed, my Harley Davidson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, um, one of Michelle's really good friends came and got the cat um, and then a few of our, like, wedding things and baby yeah. things as well. Yeah. Uh, just some of, like, the really important things just in case because yeah, we, yeah. we weren't sure and it just yes. happened so slowly. Mm. Um, and it, it wasn't until, I suppose, the next day, the wedding was on the Saturday um, and then it got to Saturday night. We were actually at the reception and having drinks. And then we're trying to then organise, oh, get the cat, uh, move this, uh, uh, don't forget this. So we are trying to enjoy a wedding, but also at the same time worrying about everything that was going on with yeah. the house and not sure if it was actually going to go into the house or if it wasn't. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it just it all sort of happened. And then the next morning or maybe it was later that night when we got home, and we were getting updates being like, well, the neighbours said, well, we're all moving out now. And we're like, okay, well, this might be a bit worse than we anticipated. Yeah. Mm. Um, woke up the next morning and, yeah, phone calls, messages, pictures of literally water straight through that middle of the house. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't know, yeah, bring up a bit of memories actually. But um, yeah. And um, I remember just sort of sitting there, we were just sort of, sort of just going, well, we're, we we're start, there's nothing you can do anyway, you know. Um, we've had the important things removed. Mm. It sucks, um, but you just go through this high and this low of just go through the whole thing, wipe it out so we can start again. Yeah, or, yeah. But then you're like, oh, no, all of the, all the things. And then uh, I suppose the most emotional, I suppose, that we sort of got was more about Olive and all of her things. Yeah. You yeah. know, all of our things, it's just clothes and yeah. we, can all, we can always replace it, all those things. but. Yeah. I think it was just the emotion of the, the lows were more uh, all of all of the toys and the things that she's yeah you know, that she loved and I think it hurt probably Michelle a lot more and was just trying to be there for each other. Yeah. It was nice that we had the whole family there too to sort yes. of support us and go through the highs and lows with us. But mm, um, yeah, yeah, it was just a real I don't know strange weird thing to sort of go through because you can't do anything but yeah you can't feel helpless yeah you feel helpless but. Yeah, you, you, you get real sad and you get depressed and then you go, well, what, why am I like this for? I can't, like, so then you try and perk yourself up. It's literally high and low, yeah. just constantly throughout the day. When did you get back? Um, <laughs> well, it was, it was tricky because some oh, of the flights were being cancelled. Yeah, yeah. um, but we were, 
um, home tour, I think, the Monday night. So I think the water had slowly started to come down. The rain stopped a little bit. Um, and we were lucky our flight didn't get cancelled or anything like that. So we, we got to land straight to mum and dad's and they actually went home for a few days, a week later. <laughs> so we were sort of just, and my brother who lives in Graceville around the corner, we their garage all went under, they're up on stilts so they didn't get fully wet. But we were all living at our parents in Chapel Hill um, and it was chaos because you still couldn't drive anywhere because all the roads were still flooded. So we were trying to and we've got a three-year-old, so we didn't want to take her all the way to the house and try and, you know, fight the traffic. Yeah. And, um, so we actually had family friends around the corner, sort of look after her for a little bit, um, whilst we sort of spent a day trying to get our way to the house. It took us about an hour and a half yeah. through wow. traffic and just the chaos. Got there, and we still couldn't do anything because the water was still up to our uh, – I think the water had just subsided, so it went up to tops of our windows – it had come down to maybe just under our floorboards. Um, and our neighbours um, had a bit of a kayak, so we actually kayaked over. Kayaking <laughs> to yeah, your home. Kayaked, yeah, I've actually got photos of them actually kayaking through our house wow. when the water was still on the way up mm. um, just before they evacuated. But, um, yeah, we they kayaked us over. We got a few bags. We were like, Maybe we can salvage something. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't know what. Of what course, was. you're feeling helpless. Literally walked yes. in, opened the door, mm-hmm. and just everything was everywhere. Like yeah. you could hardly walk on the floor. The water, how it just moves things. The fridge was on its side. Um, oh, it just it, chaos. Chaos. Literally yeah. chaos. All of its toys and floating in a little toy room and floated all. Like mm-hmm. it was just mental. It's absolutely it's, mental. It's not something I, I do remember years ago. We had helped a friend, um, same thing, their house went completely under. And After I, the 2011 floods. I remember walking in myself and, and this dining room table, which I reckon would have taken four blokes to lift it, yeah. was sitting up on the kitchen bench. Yeah. Well, yeah it's, until you see that, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to understand yeah, what yeah. it can actually do and what the water can do and, and the mess and the mud and the smell sometimes yeah. and things like that. So. I think seeing it is is one thing, but um, seeing it and know that that's, that's everything that you own and that's mm. your entire livelihood, you know, floating and, and balancing, you know, in, in what looks like a wreck. Um, I can imagine that would have been a very emotional experience to go through. When did the water actually subside? When were you able to get back in and really assess the damage? I think it was, so I think the floods all started all happening, what, Friday, Saturday? Sunday was the peak. Sunday, Sunday was the peak, yeah. just with the tides as well. Yeah. We were back, so I think we tried to, we kayaked over Tuesday. I think it was about Thursday. Um, I think it was Thursday, and Thursday we actually got there, um, sort of assessed everything, um, even under the house, because we had, well, I do a lot of my work stuff, pots and plants and yeah. golf clubs, all sorts of stuff that we stored under there. Um, and then on the Friday, literally sort of got our own little mud army and literally just, I think this is the most depressed and sad I've ever been, throwing all of our belongings on the yeah. front lawn and just mm-hmm. having these trucks just come on, pick it up, back yeah, of the truck, off away. they go. It was, yeah, um, yeah that, that was probably the most emotional, yeah. like walking in and just seeing the chaos and just going, oh, or thinking positively, going, oh, we can save it all. No, yeah. you can't. It's yeah. it's yeah. it's more or less gone. You know, yeah. it's um, but yeah, just real surreal. Just having mm. your whole life on your front lawn, just looking at it and just going, keep this, toss it, toss it, 
boom, thrown yeah. on the, yeah. you know, everyone just And having to through. make those decisions with every single thing that someone yeah. carried out. On the you. fly too, yes. you know, and then looking back, like Michelle goes, oh, where's this? Could have kept nah, we, we tossed yeah. it. Oh, we could have kept that. Mm. Uh, yeah, yes. well. <laughs> Didn't have time to think. You know. And you're not just... really in the mindset to be able to, you know, you, you can't say you're in a, a mindset that enables you to make a really informed decision about all of that because you you anxiety levels would be high you'd just be as you say you're in a state of shock perhaps depression like there's so much going on in terms of what's going on in your head that you know and having been there for another friend back after 2011 you know we know what that looks like we don't know what that feels like because it weren't they weren't our things that that we were helping with so uh, yeah huge huge amount of trauma to go through that sort of experience and especially you know, many people that were in their homes as water was rising had the time to actually save what they wanted. They There may not have been a lot of time, but they had time to be able to clear their things out, get help, trailer it away and know that, you know, what they wanted to save could be saved. Your circumstances were especially unique because you weren't here in Brisbane, travelling to Tasmania. Your family were all with you. Um, really unfortunate timing that it all happened at the point in time where there was no one really to come and actually help you to get rid of the things or, or to remove the things that you really wanted to save. So again, um, in retrospect, looking back, it's it's probably hard to digest how it all sort of, you know, came to be that way. But um, let's move on from the day because I think, you know, there's a lot of trauma associated with that. What's happened since then? Obviously, you can't live there. Where are you living? <laughs> Oh, where have you lived? Yeah, where have we lived? Yeah, exactly. Um, we are so lucky to have the family, you know, that, that I've got. Um, obviously, we've still got the, the family house that I grew up in. Mum and Dad are still at Chapel Hill. Um, so literally, my brother and his wife were living there for about two weeks because they didn't have power. Um, and we, because obviously we didn't know what we wanted to do and we didn't yeah. want to put mum and dad out and yeah. my brother and sister have two German shepherds and it's just, a, it was going to be chaos um, at their house. So we sort of airbnb and bead for a few weeks here or there or weekends just to try and get away and enjoy our own sort of space mm. and just to try and deal with everything. Um, Cause if you, you forget everything that you have there as well, you, you go, Oh, well, I've got to call urban utilities. I've got to call um, you, all the, all the supply, yeah, so all the services, everyone, internet, you know, everything and you yeah. go oh this is my situation um what do i do yeah because <laughs> you know cancel no, okay no, yeah there's no rule book in no terms. no this is what you do when you're no, exactly um so we were literally i was literally calling everyone and everyone just going all right cancel this cancel this what do i do with this um mm. blah, blah, blah. anyway it was just yeah just a week and or two weeks of just doing that basically and Head spinning stuff people getting back to you um even calling you know, you mortgage up, going, can we put it on hold? What are we doing? Um, thankfully, we were with ANZ and they actually were, were allowed to put it on hold for three months. Um, so uh, obviously still paying interest, but yes. the actual payments were able to, and didn't affect anything down the track, which was mm. nice. Mm. Um, and you, a lot of services actually do help you out, which is quite nice and mm. either put things on hold or give you an extra month to be able to pay or, you know, little things like that. So um, you're not always just left in the dark and they yeah. just go, well, you know, you're going to pay, pay this, this or do yeah. this. or Yeah, there's um, a lot of compassion. There is, there is, which is which is really, really nice. Mm. Um, 
But, um, you know, and hearing other stories of people living out of cars and things like that, mm. you know, that where luckily we didn't have to do that. But yeah. I know we could have been in a situation like that if we didn't have the family, the family around. around. Yeah. yeah, so currently we've been at mum, my mum and dad's in Chapel Hill for about, well, basically since, so like six months. It depends who you're asking. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, nanny and granddad get... Uh, <laughs> you know, all of their full time, which yes. is which is quite nice, instead of just only weekends or, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, I love it, but it's easy for me because they're my parents and, yeah. um, you know, I've grown up there and I live there, so it felt, it feels like home for me. Yeah. Um, obviously, Michelle, um, it's nice, but also she... It's temporary. You're yeah, in space. and we want our own space yeah. and, um, you know, we're a young family and, and obviously we still want that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, yeah, we're, we're still there. We're currently still dealing with insurance things. Um, we ha did apply for the, the government um, buyback mm -hmm. or raise scheme. Um, so we're still going through that process as well. Um, and it's just constant phone calls and emails to, you know, back and forth, back and forth, trying to negotiate or organise or when is this actually happening? Is it, is it still happening Um you know, because there's still a little bit of uncertainty, but um, yes, yeah, so we're still just and, and there's still that, that. That's what I mean. It's so long since the flood happened, but you've still got that unknown uncertainty thing of what's going to happen. Are we going to? Are we going to get the money? Are we going? Can we go and buy something? What, what can we do? You don't. You know, you're in yeah, limbo. We're, we're still, stuck. Yeah, we're, limbo. we're literally stuck. Yeah. Um, so it's it's you know we keep saying to mum and dad, oh, yeah, we'll be out of here soon. Like, <laughs> well, no, you won't. <laughs> So I mean, yeah, it's it's just it's just the waiting game, and it's just it just takes so long. It honestly does, and you you know you sort of think, ah, oh, this this should this shouldn't take this long, but it just does. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. It does. And, and unfortunately, that's just how it, how it works. So um, yeah, you're just, just in line with others, and you know, obviously, insurance. There's a process to go through there um, in terms of how they're going to pay it out and how they're assessing the loss and the damage. Um, and rightly so, you mentioned about the council buyback scheme here in Brisbane. And just to explain to listeners, you know, for some of the worst affected um, areas after the most recent flood, council are proposing a buyback scheme. I believe you needed to register. Yeah. For that so once the registration went in again you're just in the lineup waiting for the process <laughs> yeah. um and and no one works quickly and and at the end of the day until you've got clarity and certainty from your insurer clarity and certainty from council we it's it's a waiting game mm. what's what's the situation with the property um so at the moment um it had a lot of asbestos in it um yeah. some of the walls so once everything got thrown out on the on the side, um, and an assessor, the first assessor went through, um, he had to then sort of basically <laughs> close the property off okay. um, because of the asbestos. asbestos. Um, yeah. So then we had to wait. I think it was about three or so weeks for the asbestos guy to come check the walls, then have them all ripped out, and that took another okay. two weeks for someone to come. Yeah. So that's why the process, I suppose, took a lot longer as well. Mm -hmm because um, it was condemned, basically, okay. um, because of asbestos. So that all, literally, it is now just bare stripped. It's just Frame. framework, Frame. ceiling, roofs, all just normal, just the same, because obviously it didn't, didn't, reach, didn't reach that high up. Um, so it's it's literally just a, 
bare framed a house, skeleton. basically. Yeah, mm. so sitting there, drying out. Sit, sitting there, yeah, sitting there, drying out, just whatever. Waiting um, to, to know its fate and <laughs> basically, whether yeah. it's rebuilt or, or whether it's knocked over exactly, at some stage. Yeah. That's the unknown. Yeah, exactly. Um, in the, I suppose, just after two, especially with insurance, because they're obviously wanting to know whether you wanted to go down the path of rebuild yes. or, um, or pay out. Or, or pay out. And, um, you know, we were still tossing up the decision. Well, do we still want to stay here? And then yeah. the more and more we kept thinking about it, like, well, how often is it going to flood like yeah. this? You know, <laughs> even if we do raise. So and you were reassessing your risk appetite we, there. Well, we, well, we were. We were. Well, the, hard thing for us, the hard thing for us was we were, we just find it's just such a good area where yeah. we actually situated. And for, and for how cheap we got the house, it just, it just seems you know the possibility was seemed a lot greater than what the risk yeah you know so yeah. um but then the more we kept talking about talking about talking about like what if the floods and the floods and the floods and that just kept coming up coming up coming, Almost like do, haunting do we want to do this every time even if we are raised and it doesn't it only goes garage level mm. it's like do we still want to have to put up with this every time and no one knows it's the uncertainty of yeah. oh is it isn't it oh, who knows it might never again now but it's who knows <laughs> what your dad said. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I haven't asked him this one. <laughs> I did actually. He actually said, no, nah, let's just get out. Yeah, go, okay. go somewhere where there isn't. And that's and interesting because before he said yeah. it won't happen. It's yeah, a yeah, once yeah. in a lifetime yeah. sort of flood. But now obviously he's saying no get out. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting too. Like even um, if we had if we do go down the path of then rebuild raise, the the new flood levels are ten point two meters. It was It'd be like a house on stilts. Basically, so there's there's actually there's a house on Hyde Road. I don't know if you've seen it. It's actually it's on it just it's it very very place. high house, but it looks out of place. Yeah. And mm. we sort of looked at it and gone, well, if we have to go up ten point two meters, you know, from where it is now, it's like we just went. It's not gonna look yeah. how we'd want. It's not gonna. It's not yeah. then gonna be the house that we. Wanted. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's just not a lot of so stairs to get up. A lot of stairs as well, and then we just went. Well, if that's already a, an issue, and then we've still got the floods in the back of our head, you know, knocking mm. on the door, we're sort of like, well, there's two things that we already don't like, yeah. which are which are big things. So big we're like, things, all right, yeah. well, no, let's move go. on. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that your dad's um, changed his opinion of, of flood impacted areas and potentially. Um, there's that objective view looking simply from will it, won't it. Now he's got a really subjective um, experience in, in that he's seen the, the emotional turmoil and, and the, the impact, repercussions yeah. and the impact on you as a family. And, of course, he's looking at that saying it's just not worth going mm. through this again, even if, you know, it may never happen. The risk of, of this emotional turmoil is Maybe is he wants great. you out of the house as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, well he's, they've just actually bought a, uh, one of those new active campers. That oh, they call. Okay. It's, he, so his, uh, his Hilux, it actually slides in on the back and it, like the canopy opens up at the top. So actually, there's a big queen bed in there, a shower. Tour. So they're actually off at Harvey Bay at the moment, but they've been off other places. And I just say, well, now that you're grey nomads, you yeah, can just go. leave us the Chapel Hill house, <laughs> and you go. can problem solved. You know, you can keep paying the bills. We'll just stay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll house sit for yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, forever. You know, and you can just come and go as you like. You know? <laughs> well, look, hopefully um, for you, there will be some certainty in the very near future, and um, and we look forward to hearing how that all unfolds for you, because ultimately. Um, in your mind, Ashley, share with us, what is the ideal outcome? What are you hoping for? 
Oh, ideal outcome, I suppose. <laughs> as much money as possible. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Which just, would be an insurance to, payout yeah, and um, Yeah, best case scenario, obviously, a insurance, I suppose, payout that that we would prefer. Yes. <laughs> obviously, yes. it works both ways and you've got to come to an agreement. So we yeah. understand that. it's not. We're not going to get the maximum. No. <clears throat> um, so, I don't know, something that we would actually be happy with. Yes. Um, and then the buyback to sort of align and sort of all happen relatively close mm. to one another. So it all, you know, then you sort of get everything in one go and then we can literally you come and sit down with, with, with the both of you um, yeah. and I suppose then just start to organise where to go from here. Um, and you'd like us to check some flood maps. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously not back in a, in a, in a flood, flood area, area. Yeah. Um, you know, but when we're, like we said, when we were previously buying, we weren't really thinking too heavily on that you know mm. now that it's actually happened to us it's like well front of mind front of mind mm. no like that is a non-negotiable yeah you know so um i suppose yeah just everything just sort of all just align and then look for somewhere you know in an area that we potentially might like or i don't know like get we, that family home yeah well, because again. Exactly, and even that decision again. about where and what it, you can't even yeah. consider what that decision looks like now until you know the quantum of the payout from, yeah, from various exactly sources. we don't even yeah. know how much we're yeah. potentially going to get or you know so we're, we're still we still don't know until that all happens and also schools we've got yeah. you know yes. all of those three <laughs> that's true. you know do we want to maybe look in an area that's you know a school that we want to take it to so that's everyone keeps point. asking that question i'm like oh, <laughs> that's just a, that's another decision for, exactly. for you as a parent More down stress. the track. Exactly. One last question that I do have um, in relation to your insurance: Were you underinsured, or did you have adequate insurance to cover your loss? Um, the for building, I think it was fine. Yeah. The we were definitely uninsured for underinsured. I'm oh, sorry, underinsured yeah. for our um, contents. contents. Um, however, insurance are really good. They actually paid us out in full plus twenty five percent because okay. they sort of mentioned that. Okay. So that must have been in our policy. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, which we didn't actually know. Right. <laughs> so that was a little bonus for us. Yeah. Um, which was quite nice. Um, so at least there were a few little things. Yeah. Um, and then they also part of that policy was we were actually. Um, able to get a, a payout for accommodation for 52 weeks okay great. basically so that was because all you didn't actually need to relocate yeah, because so, you were living with parents so That's yeah so happens. well we, we still um were paying rent for mum and dad yeah and then so based on that rent yeah. is what then the payout yeah. was yeah, so got it. Okay. Uh, for the remainder of what we had left because um, obviously we'd used a few, well, about six weeks of Airbnb and mm, we stayed mm. in, you know, a hotel or whatever, yeah. um, which was always, like, reimbursed. Um, so those, I suppose, were handled pretty quickly, yeah. um, which was really nice that we weren't really expecting. Mm. Um, so that definitely helped. Um, so now, yeah, now it's just the building, um, which because it's not a full, because <laughs> obviously it's not ceiling and roof ceiling and things like that, it's it's a lot, it's way under than what. It know, would have otherwise yeah, been. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So not, not a full pay. So obviously the water polo side of it, yep. you've retired. Yep. From that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do for your days? <laughs> not much training probably? No, I've, I've literally gone from, what, 
two trainings a day, seven days a week, more or less, um, to doing absolutely nothing. Bit of daddy, <laughs> Retirement, daddy daycare. A bit of daddy daycare yeah. one day then. So I look, I look after all of Monday, Tuesdays, and, yep. and we, we try and go and, you know, do things. Monday we catch up with a, another family. Tuesdays, swim lessons. Um, so, yeah, like we, we, we get out and do things, but yep. in terms of myself doing exercise, absolutely nothing, nothing. Which, which I'm kind of enjoying, but... I'm just putting on a few kilos. I do, I do little things here and there. A little bit of coaching I might get back into. We'll see. Um, oh, there's a few little things. National League will be coming up end of the year, so I'll still like to play that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just for a bit of fitness. I'll fitness for three months of the year. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be it. And <laughs> time then, over. Yeah, yeah, time over. Then I'll get, some, get my tummy growing again. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I know, look, mate, I, love, I know my boys love seeing around the pool. Um, our eldest does play a bit of National League with you. Yeah. Um, and, and then the other two love seeing your face around the pool and hearing you talk and jumping in with them. Um, work-wise, yep. you, you run a business, Tropical Plant Rentals? Yeah, yeah. So I run my own franchise uh, yep. here in Brisbane. Uh, head office, obviously, in Sydney. But, yeah, Tropical Plant Rentals is, is the company. So if you're looking for indoor plants to brighten up your office or a bit of ambient environment is, is what we, we like to call it. Is it only rentals? Um we Mainly. we do um, we can do like event hire and things like that. Yep. Um, so yeah, we, we actually do coffee as well. There's all sorts of stuff. Um, get on the website, have a have a look at that. Yeah. But um, if you want to, I suppose yeah, tpr.reese at gmail.com is my my work email. Yep. So if you want to know any any more, you can just shoot me an email and I'll uh, I'll get back to you. But yep. um, but yeah, if you want plants in your office or anything like that, yep. don't do home calls. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone that's wanting their, their plants at home watered, no, you're no, on your own. No. Um, <laughs> I can give advice, but that's about it. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we put those contact details in the show notes today. So if anyone is wanting to get in touch with Reese um, to you know partner with him for plant hire for their business or, or events, um, you'll know how to reach out. Yep. Mate, look, thanks very much for coming in. It's It's been great to have a chat, um, hear your story. Hopefully um, you can get away from mum and dad there and get back in your own house pretty soon. Um, but look, thanks very much. We really, really appreciate you coming and having a chat today. And um, I will let Melinda wrap it up and thank you. And as, as usual, um, let Melinda wrap it up and thanks very much for listening. Bye for now. Yeah, thank you so much, Reese. We really appreciate you sharing your story today. Thank you for having me. I look forward to the to the future with uh, sitting down with you guys, yeah. Absolutely. Look, I hope um, you have also enjoyed listening to the story that Reese has shared with us today. Um, I guess it really is helping you to understand not just the fact that this happens, but the emotional turmoil associated with, um, you know, how this happens and how this plays out um, for people that are in flood impacted locations. And I guess it just highlights the importance of making sure that you're assessing that risk up front, knowing you know, what you can potentially be getting into. Um, there's obviously, you know, pros and cons, and you always need to weigh those up when you are purchasing property. Um, but exactly that this is the reason why a business like ours does exist to really help people understand what they may not know upfront, especially when they're not professional buyers, when they're not buying multiple properties, when they don't understand council mapping, etc. So I hope that's been beneficial. And um, as always, if you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, tell your friends and family about our content. Um, hit that subscribe button to make sure that you don't miss any future episodes. We look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you.
Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.